community content from Concentrate. You're up and Adam with Adam Montiel. What's up, Thursday here? What's going on? Adam Montiel, thank you so much for being up and Adam. So, we have, we had a lot of rain. Man, it came down. I was talking to my sister in Southern California, and she came up for our breaking and entering, which, by the way, we're going to give you an update on that. But, man, she was like, it is raining crazy here. Some of the articles, and we'll get to it in our lo-fi headlines, but, I mean, 15 inches? In some Central Coast spots. So how much of this can we expect? You know, we talked to John Lindsay before. We'll talk about that. Also, some crazy crashes. Again, and I said this yesterday on the show. You and I, oh, we drive good, careful, prudent when it comes to inclement weather. Everyone else, complete idiocy. They're just nuts. Nuts out of their brains. A slow restaurant week is coming up. We'll talk about that. Also, we had a lot of good feedback from Dr. Joel Kahn, veterinarian from the Pismo Beach Veterinary Clinic. Some folks asking some questions. So I turned around, asked him these questions. He's going to be back on Dr. Joel Kahn, especially somebody asked a smart question about dog's teeth. And this is something that a lot of like different chitter chatter about if you're a pet, you're, you don't know if you're a pet. <laughs> if you're a pet, listen up. No, if you're, if you have a pet, it's good to know about what the real truth is. Cause you'll see places that will throw down, we'll clean the dog's teeth, no anesthesia. He talks about that. So that and more are breaking and entering, lots going on. Also, so much good feedback on Judge Jarvis. I got another Judge Jarvis case for you. And I might lean on him a lot during the holidays too. And I'm still trying, gotta be honest with you. With everything going on, oh, I wanna create as much content as possible, do what I'm, you know, I wanna be here, but I also like, you know, working for yourself for the first time. Back in the day, you would have to record tons of time. Like if I'm gonna take a week off on the radio, we didn't have a lot of people there, so you're wearing a lot of hats. No one's going to fill in for you. Not like you'd want anyone to. I mean, it took a couple weeks off, and, like, Sue's filled in. It was fine. But it's not like you got someone to fill in for what you do there, right? So here, I still algorithmically, which, by the way, isn't that a great name for, like, a R&B singer? Algorithmically. I still algorithmically want to be producing something, publishing something, having something for you to listen to and enjoy. But a part of me also is like, dude, it's Christmas. I want to take some time off. So I got to figure out how to do this. If you have any suggestions, I would love it. Maybe dig into the archives, some of the old Up and Adam in the Morning archives. I have some of those. I mean, I wish I had more of those, but I, I still have some stuff to choose from. Is that a good idea? Maybe re, you know, publish the, uh, you know, the Brian from Ember. That was a really well-listened to interview. Bring up some old stuff from Chris Lambert and the Chris and Smart stuff. I mean, maybe we kind of, you know, bring up some best ofs in a way. Still trying to figure it out. I would love to know what you think. And when you are kind of coming into your pattern, because your listening patterns change a little bit during the holidays, during Christmas. I mean, I know I have my favorite things to listen to. And when it comes to the holiday, I know they're on vacation. A lot of my favorite shows and they sometimes just are straight out or I don't know. It's weird, but I want to know what you would like to see in that case here. That would mean a lot. You can reach out to me. If you know me, text me, hit me up on the socials at Adam on the air, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Go to adamontiel.com, hit stay connected. Leave me your suggestions there. I mean, I don't know. 
we're doing this together and I just don't want to leave you hanging. Or if you're like, no, like I'm still going to come back after the holidays, but I'm not going to listen to you. Drink. Just let me know what's up. I got to figure this out. It's our first time having holidays together and uh, I want to do it right. What do you say? All right, before we get into our lo-fi headlines, I have to say super excited. Throwing a party this week. Two brand new supporters of the show. Yeah, we help you legal. Also, the Woods Humane Society, who I've just loved working with for absolute ever. Love Robin Coleman. Love their CEO, Emily LaRoe. The whole team there is just so loving and so good. And the fact that they're supporting here just means so much that I'm even putting on, what is this? The I'm Too Sexy 12-inch instrumental. So that it's in addition to already our friends at General Store Paso, uh, Dow Vineyards, McClintock's, Tin City Distillery. I mean, they're so, and, and we're talking to more. Like, we're, we're getting more folks who are like, we want to get on. We're going to try. So there's going to be even more in the next week or so. New to 24, even more new. So we, we're just excited what's going on. The wine content is going to come. And I just, I don't know why I just wanted to like, sort of throw this down for a minute. Celebrate with you. Like, oh, oh, oh. Let's do this. All right. <laughs> now I don't know how to get out of this. It's like too, it's too festive and too beautiful. All right. What do you say we do some lo-fi headlines? Up and Adams, lo-fi headlines. All right, some rain totals over the last day or so. One slow county spot, damn, 15 inches of rain in two days. Now, if you know Central Coast weather, you already know what that place is. Rocky Butte. This is kind of, what would you say, um, northeast of Cambria, right? It always gets the most rainfall of any type of system that ever moves through here. So when we were going through what we went through last December January, February, they're getting like 50 inches. Or I mean, just look at their rainfall. It's crazy. Like they get like about the same amount of rainfall as Kauai. No, not that much, but you know what I mean? It's like, it's like our Kauai gets all kinds of rainfall, 15 inches. Now the rest of the central coast midway on highway 41 got 3.15, a uh, South portal Cuesta Ridge, 3.11. We got three inches in Cambria. Always seem to get a lot of rain in Cambria. A uh, Lopez dam got a little over two and a half. San Luis Obispo, broad and industrial, always. That's that's in Lobro. Watch out for those Lobro studios. Don't flood out my Lobro studios. Two and a half inches of rain. So we got some rain. We got some rain for sure. Carrizo Plain, listen to this, 0.1 inch. But that's good. I was out there during the spring. What do you call it? Oh, yeah, the Super Bloom. Visiting my friend Brittany App on her homestead out there. Now, there are streets on the Carrizo Plains in during the spring that because the rain just before had washed out all the streets and because you're in the middle of nowhere, they're not cleaning up those streets on the regular, right? So you have streets that are completely washed out and then the super bloom happened. So I have this great picture where it's like the corner of, you know, third in Maine or whatever the street signs say. And it's literally, there is no street. So you have a street sign going, eh, eh. There is no street. It is all just green and wildflowers. It's a pretty cool pick. And that's just the way the Creasel Plains looked during the beginning of uh, 23. All right, so lots of rain. Still more to come today. Little break over the weekend. Christmas looks beautifully crisp and clear. But then Dave Hovde, John Lindsay, they have told us 
there is more on the way, so be ready for that. Now, with rain comes the fact, like I said earlier, people do not know how to drive in these conditions. You, me, we're good. Why is everyone else drive like they got issues? I don't know, but major injuries reported in a crash off Highway 1 in AG. Also, we had some fatality near Los Alamos. I mean, so there was heavy rain. Again, there's a lot of places where you feel like the 101, I don't know if it's the topography or where you're at situated with the beach, rains will just come in hard. Santa Maria area just gets drilled. Los Alamos area, and of course, some areas here, like we talked about a second ago, just get drilled with showers. So again, still more on the way. Drive safely, leave some extra time in your commute, leave some extra room with the person in front of you as well. All right, this is unfortunate. Of course, the holiday always brings scammers, but fake postage stamps? Really? In the digital age, counterfeit stamps are definitely becoming a real problem. Krista Folsen Logan, who owns a card and stationery shop called Poem, recently bought a bunch of phony stamps to the naked eye. It's nearly impossible to tell the difference. She said she purchased the stamps through a website that was offering a discount package. However, she said she quickly learned a stamp is a tax. Essentially, you don't get a sale price on a tax. You're never gonna find sale prices for stamps. Now, as the problem grows, the US Postal Service is fighting back against counterfeit postage, scanning mail to make sure stamps are legit. It says the Postal Service says any items mailed with fake stamps are now subject to be thrown away. Now that sucks if you bought those stamps and thinking your letter is going to where it's supposed to go. How to protect yourself? Better Business Bureau says high-tech printers are making this problem worse than ever. Really important to buy stamps from an authorized retailer. If you're shopping online, make sure that website is legit. And it's tough because scammers will often make spoofed versions of the USPS website. So you gotta be really careful when you're clicking links and make sure you check that URL carefully. All right, coming up in July, gearing up, this is for the city of Slow. Eat local bonus. It's a great idea. The city actually purchases gift cards to a ton of eateries in San Luis Obispo, city proper, right? So that's already the city feeding into the economy, which is fantastic, especially January, notoriously slow month. When you spend 100 bucks, either collectively or at one place, you bring your receipts to the visitor center in Slow, and they will give you a $25 gift card to another eatery in Slow. It's... You're literally getting paid to go eat and slow, which you might already be doing. And if not, it's a great way to support local businesses. So that's all July, but then restaurant week is January 12th through 21st. We're gonna talk about it a lot here. We're gonna work with our friends from the city of Slow, Molly, Jackie. And if you're a restaurant in Slow, hopefully you, we wanna get you to do a perfect pairing. It could be a meal and a drink. It could be a this and a that food, whatever you're into. And this is, if you're a coffee shop, a restaurant, a shoot, a donut shop, I don't care. If you're a place that does food in San Luis Obispo, we want you to be a part of Restaurant Week. The city will promote you. We're gonna be doing some stuff on it here. I cannot wait. And actually, I have a link in the show notes here. So if you are a restaurant or know of someone who's got one, forward this along to them, share this link in the show notes, and let's get you all signed up for Restaurant Week. Heck yeah. Again, Restaurant Week, January 12th through 21st. And again, I know a lot of hospitality friends, a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of restaurant friends. And I know right now you are slammed. You're trying to fix a fryer and you got a group of 18 coming in for a family thing or a business holiday party. Everything is nuts. People are sick. They're calling out. This is an incredibly notoriously busy time for places. But we all know it's going to go down next month. 
and it is, we don't want it to be crickets. You don't want it to be crickets. So take a second, get to that page. Let's try and not make it crickets next month. You know, I want people to come support you. So go to the show notes if you're a restaurant. Also, I'm going to have the whole, uh, you can go to slowrestaurantweek.com. There's a whole website all about it. If you're a business, you can learn more. If you're going to dine and eat up around the slow area, you can learn more. Check it out, slowrestaurantweek.com. All right, before we get out of our lo-fi headlines, let's thank McClintock's. The place to be since 1973, 50 years, McClintock's, with the steakhouse, the saloon. Happy hour every single day from 4 to 6. Check it out. Some good eats on that happy hour menu, too, in addition to the drink. Um, I love the McClintock's Recipe 15. I got a old-fashioned with it. Super good. This is an exclusively made whiskey by Maker's Mark. They made it. They created it just for the folks at McClintock's. You can check it out. Also, those FMC beans, 50 years. We're going to be celebrating those on store shelves early 24. For more, go to McClintox.com. Up in Adams, lo-fi headlines. All right, we had Dr. Joel Kahn from Pismo Beach Veterinary Clinic on a few weeks back and got some good feedback, including a couple. He had two different messages that talked about teeth. One here asking me to ask the doctor, bring him back on. You sometimes see places that will offer to clean your dog's teeth without anesthesia. Now, as a dog owner, you're just trained to think, well, of course I don't want to have to put my dog under to get its teeth clean. That seems like a big to-do. It sounds expensive AF. Let's figure this out. I wanted to ask about that. I'm glad this person asked me to ask about it. We got Dr. Joel Kahn back on. A teeth cleaning is one of these things that is so important in a dog, but it's uh, it's a very big to-do. Often you have to you know, anesthetize the dog to really get in there and do this right. Uh, when should you be starting this? When they're two, three? How long does it take for a dog to get a little you know plaque buildup where, okay, it's time to really do this? Yeah, so it's a great question. It really depends on the dog. Um, so some of our flat-faced breeds, which we're seeing more and more commonly these days, so our Frenchies and Bulldogs that have these very abnormal bites to begin with, they may need the first cleaning or their first dental care as puppies because they have retained baby teeth that need to be addressed or you know things of that nature that are affecting their bite and could be affecting their health and comfort. Many dogs, you know, large breed dogs like Labradors, you know, like Allie, you know, she may go almost her whole life and never need a dental um, because they have much larger mouths, they have less crowding in their mouths. So it's really a case by case uh, kind of a thing and it's something your veterinarian can help you assess with your annual or biannual visit. I do recommend any new pet owner with a new uh, puppy start to practice some dental home care. So we really think brushing is really important. There's uh, there's many other things other than brushing that can be helpful that are you know pretty easy to do. We're talking maybe a minute of time per day that can make a huge difference in the dental hygiene of your pet. But dental hygiene is important. So we know like in people, um, poor dental hygiene is associated with a higher risk for early death than smoking. So we know that dental disease has a huge impact on the rest of the body, the heart, the lungs, the liver, the kidneys. Um, It's been associated with diabetes. It's been associated with higher risk for heart attack. You know, so we do take it seriously. You know, when we do dentistry, it's important to be done correctly. Um, So non-anesthetic dentals are considered inappropriate by the College of Veterinary Dental Medicine because really they're just accomplishing a cosmetic procedure. And it can be very stressful and very painful for your pet. Essentially, the pet's getting, you know, put in a headlock and the sharp instruments being used to scale the teeth. What we know is that the disease associated with dental disease is below the gum line. 
And you can't access that in an awake animal. So the anesthesia creates a pain-free, stress-free environment where we can really do proper medicine and, and you know, take care of what needs to be taken care of. And even if your dog is super okay with you sticking, you know, your hands in its mouth, you don't want to take a scraper and start doing your dog's plaque while they're resting. Because like, you can cut them and a little plaque, and it could, that's bad news bears, right? We don't want to do that. Yeah, we definitely don't want to do that. Brushing, on the other hand, is very safe, and you are going to stimulate gums and help with gingivitis with brushing. You know, the, the plaque that you can see on the tooth is not the plaque that's causing the problem. It's the stuff mm. below the gum line. And so getting to it early with, with good dental hygiene at home and then regular dentistry, you know, with your veterinarian is important. Greenies, those good? You work? You're a veterinarian. Do you like those? No, I'm not particularly sold on them. I think dogs like them and they're nice treats and I don't have a problem with them from that perspective, but I don't really feel that they're benefit for the teeth. You know, virtually anything can put a label on it that says dental, you know, so we see all sorts of products out there that have no validation that say that they're good for the teeth. So what you want to do is with any of those products, go to their website. Is there data? Is there any science behind the product? Have they been through FDA testings and studies? So for example, there's a product called OraVet which is a, a FDA-approved dental hygiene treat. And it uh, basically, through the studies, they've shown that it reduces tartar by about 50% over 60 days. So you give this treat to your dog once a day for two months, and you can cut the tartar in half. That's, cool. that's pretty good. Wow. I like to see that kind of science before I give something. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. Let me ask you about another uh, medication that often dogs get. And when we first got Georgie, it was during COVID. And, you know, you're not even allowed to, like, go into your vet. You had to, like, go in the parking lot. This dog did not like it. They, we, um, we call him Terazidone Tony. They give you the terazidone. It's like giving your dog a cocktail or two. <laughs> yeah. And I felt like I was yeah. making terazidone Tony, and he was like, he didn't like it. Like, of course, it loosens him up a little bit, but I felt it almost made him more, you know, like when you have a couple drinks or maybe you smoke a little puff of something and you get more on edge and more paranoid. <laughs> so I, what do you think of the yeah, terazidone? I mean, I every... Yeah. 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 I mean, I think every dog's different, right? So just like in people, certain drugs don't agree with certain people. And it's important to find the one that, that works right if you need it. And trazodone is a, is a cool drug because it's very inexpensive. It's um, not a controlled drug like Xanax or something like that. Um, it generally is considered to be very safe and it has a high margin of safety. And it has the dual effect of being sedating and anti-anxiety, which for a dog that's stressed out, scared about something, you know, fireworks, going to the vet, things like that. I think it can be very helpful. So I'm actually a fan. I don't think it's for every dog. And yeah. I think we always want to do a dry run at home with it before we try it, you know, on the day that you need it um, to make sure there's no adverse effects. Cause of course anything can have side effects. So um, but we're, we're pretty big fans because, you know, as we're, as we're moving into, uh, you know, things like fear free, that's a certification that vet clinics can get. One of the things we do is try to, you know, avoid anxiety that leads to fear of your veterinarian because that doesn't help anybody, especially the pet. And that was something that this this vet was saying because I, a part of me is just like, look, just hold the dog and give him the shot. Like it'll be over in a second. He's twenty pounds. Like, but it was very like he's really gotta like it. And this, I'm like, I don't know. You're ever gonna get this dog. To, we spent a whole year of <laughs> you not letting me even come in with him, and now you're thinking he's gonna just like love yep. the shot. He's not going to. Then I went to another vet, and they're like, Hey, can we take the dog into another room? And I'm like. Yeah, go ahead. And all of a sudden, they were back in like 13 seconds. Shot was done. Dog was wagging his tail. I'm like, thank you. That's what That's what we needed. They needed to get me out of the picture. It's probably what they needed to do. 
Well, it's funny. Yeah, we actually saw during COVID, we know that the patient, the owner's stress was contributing a lot to our patient stress. So we, we found a lot of animals that were really hard to handle yeah. became more manageable. And that's not always the case, obviously. Wow. But, wow. Um, you know, it's, I think it can, it depends on the case, right? You know, some dogs uh, really benefit from a little sedative or anti-anxiety and some dogs, we don't need that. Um, I think it's customizing the care to the patient is the most important. But what we're trying to do is prevent that ramp up anxiety. So even though it may be 13 seconds of restraint, your dog's going to remember that as a bad experience. And so the next time they come in, it's that much worse. Mm. And the next time it's worse and it gets worse and worse and okay. worse. So we're trying to prevent that cycle. From Makes occurring. sense. There we go. Dr. Joel Kahn, Pismo Beach Veterinary Clinic. Thank you so much for coming back on the show, answering some questions. Before we get into Judge Jarvis, he will be presiding. Want to get into what we've never done, Judge Jarvis, two days in a row, by the way. Little update on our breaking and entering Christmas. Yes, KSBY covered it the day it happened, so it has gone down. But we always produce something here for you, and I wanted it to come out with the photography. Slowtown Studios was there. It took some beautiful pictures. We're just getting those in. Also, putting some videos together for the socials. I kind of wanted it. First, I thought, okay, well, we'll air the the on-air version here, and then we can support it with the, you know, social media and the pictures and blah, blah, blah stuff the day after. I kind of want to do it all together. I think it makes the most sense. So tomorrow we will debut our Breaking and Entering Christmas 2023 10-year anniversary. We will play it for you. We will also have some support from some uh, beautiful pictures from Casey and Slowtown Studios. And we will thank all the folks that we need to thank for it. It was an incredible time. So thank you for any and all things done for our breaking and entering Christmas. And tomorrow you will hear the fruits of all your community, heart, and labor. All right. Well deserved our time with Judge Jarvis. The black robe is on. All rise, bailiff. Please all rise. The Honorable Judge Jarvis presiding. All right. All right. All right. Let's go like that. Yeah. Okay, cool. <clears throat> you all ready for the holidays? Yeah, I mean, I guess um, I, I bought some stuff for some people, you know what I mean? And and uh, we, my girl, she always like to make something, you know, to pass out whenever we go wherever we're going. So she made some, I think they, I think they call it like firecracker chips or something like that she called them i forget the name of them what she called them but uh she made something for everybody so we kind of you know getting in the spirit but as far as like i ain't got no tree up or nothing i ain't i ain't got a bunch of lights and decorations up or nothing would your girl like it if you got a tree and did something and went big like that would she like that nah it's you know what i mean it's the cats we got eight cats bro it's it's a hassle <laughs> man it's, it's more cleaning up every single day of the tree than it is of actually enjoying the tree you know what i mean it's broken little bulbs and fixtures and the lights uh, flash and all of that, they be attracted to all of that and the pencil and stuff hanging and stuff. So it's really just a hassle, to be honest. Are you ready for, are you ready for one of these? Are you ready for a, a case? Oh yeah, I'm definitely ready. Okay, cool. I'm gonna step outside right now and get my, you know, get my robe on and get in the Jarvis mode, just Jarvis mode. Judge Jarvis mode. We get into Judge Jarvis mode. Hell yeah. You heard that, Judge Jarvis mode. 
We're getting into Judge Jarvis mode. How you enjoying it? You loving the uh, the podcast from the home game as opposed to the radio station game? All rise. We in Judge Jarvis mode. Yeah, no, things are going good, dude. Things are going really good. I'm excited. Like, it's been, it's just, it couldn't even be, I don't even know if it could have happened any better than the way it did. It's just been pretty nice. It's been wonderfully, uh, very blessed. I know, like uh, like me, you're kind of a people person, so mm-hmm. I would think that the little bit of the camaraderie, the everyday seeing the Sues and whoever else in the office, you know, it's a hundred people and they're in and out at any given time. So I would think that you miss that a little bit. Oh yeah, I mean, like there's specific people that I miss, and but I still talk to them. Like I was at a party at Sue's house the other. You know, she had a holiday party at the crib and we went to her house and it was fun. But I mean, I still like I have people, you know, had a, a, a interview come in. I have more people coming in, coming into the Lobro studios or I'm going to them. I've gone up and like brought some mics out and recorded some people. So, no, I'm still definitely out there. I'm still out okay, there. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Black robe, gavel ready. Here we go. Am I the jerk for refusing to pay for my sister's wedding dress when she insulted my career? So I'm a 28-year-old female, I'm self-taught graphic designer, have worked hard to build my career. My sister, who's 25, on the other hand, has always been critical of my job, calling it a hobby and not a real job. My parents passed away a few years ago. I've been more of a parental figure to her since then. We've had our ups and downs, but I've always you know, tried to support her. Recently, she got engaged was over the moon about planning her wedding. She found out her dream dress was way outside her budget. Knowing I've saved a buck or two, she asked if I could pay for it as a wedding gift. I agreed because I wanted her to be happy. However, a few days ago, we had a family gathering where she introduced her fiance to our extended family during the dinner. She made a kind of a snide remark about my career, implying that I was still playing with my computer while others had real jobs. I was hurt, confronted her later, things escalated. I told her that if she didn't respect my career, then she shouldn't expect me to fund her wedding dress with the money I earned from it. She accused me of ruining her wedding and being petty. I'm torn, I wanna support her, but I feel so disrespected. Am I the jerk? No, 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 no. This person's not a jerk. Because I think at a certain age, all of us agree that self-respect is is very important. If you don't feel like like you're worth nothing, then it, it'll weigh on you as an adult. You know what I mean? Not so much as a as a adolescent or whatever. This was a 17-year-old talking about her 19-year-old sister. It'd be different, but. As adults, I think self-respect is, is important. And if you're going to downgrade what I do for a living to the point where it gets heated, you said it got into a heated discussion or whatever, then no, don't expect anything financially from me. I mean, that's that's kind of your only withdrawal as an adult. So what are you supposed to do? You got to keep some, some dignity and some pride about yourself a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I know this is like, I mean, that's a big thing to do for your sister, buy her dress. Those are not cheap. And it, it's far beyond a wedding gift when you're going to spend. I mean, wedding dresses are like seven, eight, nine hundred over. Th- I mean, there's dresses that are over the thousands of dollars. They can be thousands of dollars. They're expensive. So if- aside from the money, though, the money yeah. isn't even really the issue. But I think the more of the issue is. If you do this, I've always been big on if I do this thing, am I later going to regret it? Because I hate having regrets. 
it's like one of the biggest it's one of my biggest pet peeves in life and if you pay for this wedding dress and you walk watch her walk down the aisle later every time you see a picture of it or whatnot are you gonna think i shouldn't have paid for that dress because she disrespected me if that's the way you're gonna feel then you shouldn't pay for the dress now on the other hand if you're gonna look at those pictures and she's got this god-awful dress and you're like yeah i pulled it i should have just paid for it i should have just gone to the dress and you'll regret exactly. that exactly it, it, and that's what i think is the biggest way on you if if you look at the pictures and think I'm glad I didn't pay for that dress or, or you know what I mean? Or I should have paid for that dress. How are you going to feel based on your decision? And we're talking about later on, because as adults, we can do that now. We can cognitive think, how am I going to feel about this later on? You know what I mean? And in the heat of the moment, you're not thinking that, but you now you, you step back and you took the time to write an article on the internet about it. So you're <laughs> thinking about it. How are you going to feel about this later? Are you going to feel like, damn, I shouldn't have paid for that dress because she disrespected me? Or are you going to feel like, damn, that was a big moment in my sister's life. I should have paid for the dress and put my personal feelings aside. However you feel that way, I think that that's the way that she should move. But as far as being being a jerk for not paying for the dress initially, no, I don't think she's a, a jerk because I think that you got to have, you got to draw the line as some type of boundary of self-respect and, and you can't allow her to just you know downgrade you like that gavel gavel bang the gavel damn i wish you a merry christmas we will talk after the christmas holiday perhaps even between christmas and new year's what about that how do you like that i'm with it i'm always available Uh, like i said i work from home so you can always hit me up all right dude i hope you have a wonderful merry christmas i give my love to your girl and stay tight brother Always let Lady I Fancy know that we thinking about y'all on the, on the good holidays, that we ain't there with everybody. So we'll see y'all sooner than later. Million. Million. Again, the sound legal parsings of an acumen like Judge Jarvis. Give me one of his greatest hits. Do it. In the whole scope of everything, that might not really be what the situation is. You know what I mean? I rest my case. I rest my case. Thanks so much to our friends at the General Store, downtown Paso, offering local goods, hand-picked gifts, a curated cookbook selection, and all the best for your pantry and home. We'll talk to Jolie about some gift ideas tomorrow. The ladies at the General Store, they really can help you put together just about anything. A gift basket, a collection of goodies. Remember, it doesn't have to be the basket. Don't get overwhelmed by the basket. But these folks are helping people connect with dozens of local makers. It literally is their jam. Celebrating 10 years on the park downtown. Open daily 11 to 6, 10 to 6 on weekends. Check them out on Insta at General Store Paso. And please thank them for being up and at them. And they are probably sold out of the leather uh, fly swatters. Unless they bought an ish ton of them because I've had so many people talk about those. All right, great, wonderful day. Many thanks again to our new sponsors uh, this week. Of course, the Woods Humane Society. We help you legal and everyone else it is it's just been um what we're ra- we're gonna round out our first month our first four weeks ends tomorrow we will have uh some really cool guests tomorrow i'm excited in addition to jolie in addition to uh, robin coleman with humane society so lots of fun on tomorrow's show thank you so much for being up and adam thank you for rating reviewing subscribing to the podcast apple podcast leave a review i would absolutely love it it helps so much 
If you're on Spotify, ring that notification bell. Get alerted every single time a brand new episode of Up and Adam publishes. Thanks to Full Cup Solutions for technical consideration. Original music on the pod, Moonshiner Collective, the alluring, the sensual sounds of Dan Curcio. Moonshiner Collective, stream them wherever you get your music. And of course, moonshinercollective.com. Thank you so much for making us the first podcast of your day. I think it was Jackie or Molly was talking to me yesterday. Like, well, I do up first and then I do or I do the daily. But then I do I, the fact that we are even in the talk with those top podcasts is so heartwarming. Thank you for making us a part of your routine. Please reach out at Hit the Stay Connected tab. Let me know whatever you're feeling. Whatever you want to hear, what you don't, what are we thinking? I talked earlier in the show about what to do during Christmas. Take some time off. What do you want to hear during that time? How does your pattern change during the holidays, your listening pattern? Because I want to know. I mean, it makes total sense to know this. So thank you so much for keeping this open relationship and dialogue with the two of us. I feel it. I love you so much. Thank you. Have a great rest of your day. Stay dry. Drive safe. And thank you for being up and at it. Start again. Let's start again.